Yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Top Hills Podcast, Episode 2. It's your boy, Pat and Bo. Gonna show you what we love about wrestling. Tune in, let's go. That was great, man. What's up, everybody? This is Top Hills, the Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am your evil space pirate, Patrick Morgan, here. I am your boy, the king of evil style, Bo. How do y'all like SummerSlam, first off? Was good? Hope y'all liked it. How you feel about it, Bo? SummerSlam was actually decent. It didn't feel like SummerSlam, but it was decent. I liked it. A lot of... Um, it has some parts. It, yeah. It has some parts. We're going to get to. Yeah. We're going to get to. You know which one we're going to get to. Yeah. Y'all know how we do it. We say what we feel. Mean what we say. All the rest that comes with it. But let's get into AEW. AEW, All Elite Wrestling. That's the first of today's topic. And first, the news said Cody has said they only show 40% of their roster. Do you believe it? 40%, that's a very bold statement. Only because when it comes to 40% of your roster, you're showing us what you have to offer so far. And I'm not saying they have a bad roster. They have a lot of talented people, but they do not have enough established stars on that roster. So what you're telling me now, this is my take from it, that 40% of your roster is filled with established and non-established stars. So imagine if you're giving me 60%, 80 and so on. Is it going to be full with established stars or you're going to have people who are not that known and if you're going to have that or go that route you need to have the people and the writers to get those people who are not established over and to keep those people who are already over and that are well known at the top of their game so when it comes to that they need to check that watch what you say when it comes to that be careful because 40 percent might be the only people we see now for a while i think He's saying 40% to, like, add a little mystery onto it, kind of get them ready towards October when their first show comes. But the main topic here with AEW that we want to talk about is the women division right now, the women's roster, and lack there of a women's roster. Yeah. Now, this is not us hating on AEW. It not just staying facts, really. We are not WWE marks. No. And I do not own any copyrights to WWE, so I'm saying WWE. I don't own any of that when I say it. I'm just, I, I'm sorry. I'm the type of person that if I'm going to say a company name that's known for attacking a YouTube video, yeah, be careful. But like I'm saying, they, the problem is that they never establish themselves as a company with a women's division. That's the problem with AEW. And I'm saying WWE has a a head over them with that. Also, Impact does. Because both of those companies have good women's divisions. They both have a top name in their women's division. Here go the difference, though. Even between Impact and WWE. Impact books their knockouts a lot better at the moment than than WWE are booking their women wrestlers. You got to look at it. Look at Impact. Some of every Impact Women female star gets shine. It's shown on TV or gets a win. Even Madison Rain, being the sole veteran, 
she still picks up a win here or there. Her and Kara Hogan, if I'm not mistaken, are like a little faction, like frenemies or something like that. Okay. But I'm not trying to shift away from AEW. But you see how fast I was able to go from AEW women's division, or like you said, Pat, lack thereof, to Impacts to WWE's. But because- when it comes to Impact, you got to look at... Impact kind of built itself to show that they do want to care about their knockouts. Even from... Yeah, from the jump. When they started, they showed that they want to care about their knockouts. They gave Gail Kim a chance. Yes. WWE gave Gail Kim one opportunity. That was her first women's title on her debut match on Monday Night Raw. And it was one in a battle royal. And don't get me wrong... I liked her run, but it was kind of too fast because she wasn't established. So, she kind of wagered with the fans a little bit. The North American fans, if you're not too familiar with a person and they're the top dog of the division, we kind of going to look at you like you're crazy. Like, what are you talking about? You're the best. I haven't seen you. You show no charisma. Not saying Gail Kim doesn't have charisma, but back then she wasn't who she is now. Nah. Athleticism was there, of course, but it wasn't the same Gail Kim. On the spot, would you call Gail Kim top 10 women wrestler? Gail Kim is definitely top 10 in North America. And to me, if we're talking about great Canadian women, female wrestlers, she's, she's about... I can't say top 10 because I've never just went in depth into female wrestling in Canada. I really know of a couple Canadian wrestlers like Natty, Allie, Trish, um, yeah, Trish, Gail Kim. Who else? We're missing someone. Um, mm. Canadian. Taya. Taya Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah. Hmm. She's from Canada. If I'm, I might be wrong, but honestly... She wrestled, yeah, she wrestled in Mexico, and she's from Canada. Because when I first saw her on Lucha Underground, and she started speaking Espanol, I was like, she doesn't look Hispanic. She is Canadian. Yes. She's Canadian. Yep. Let's go. Because she was part of, like, a female team Canada with, um, Allie, her. Isn't Sienna from Canada? I mean, Allison K. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I fetch it. Yeah. But, but AEW women's roster. Yeah, you yeah, see we how we get. Tra- yeah. Yes. Because it's easy. It's easy it's to. It's not there. Once you get done talking about Awesome Kong. That, what else? Brandy needs to stop wrestling. I'm sorry, no disrespect to Brandy Rose. Shoot second. I'm pretty sure she's an amazing person. She seems like she's a very intelligent woman. I'm supportive of all my sisters doing their thing. But I know improvement is needed, but we're going on year what? Three? Four? Mm. Something like that. And it's like, we have to get better. I'm sorry. And to me, it overshadows what Awesome Kong can do for their division. Because if you're trying to have Awesome Kong as that mentor or person who's taking Brandy under her wings to groom Brandy... First, you're missing out on the star power you can have with Awesome Kong. I don't know ring-wise her condition, because you know she's been around for a while, around for a while, and she's Ooh. taking her own share of bumps. Her oh, matches yes. with Mitchiff from NWA and um, yes. Shimmer and all that were amazing matches. But 
those bumps add up. And even though Kong is in better shape than she's ever been, still, she's older now. So she might not be ready to do all that bumping anymore. Especially with a younger generation of female athletes. I can say women athletes, whatever. That can go. That can really take some nasty spots. Like, spots is like, I think of Tessa Blanchard. That whole rivalry with Sammy Callahan. Those power drivers look nasty, man. I, I be think like, hopefully wow. when Cody says down the reveal 40%, I hope 20 of that other 6% are more women wrestlers. Yeah. If that is, then we'll probably be okay. Only thing is don't introduce a title when you barely have a division. True. It defeats the purpose. Like them introducing the AEW title and the way a number one contender was crowned. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Chris Jericho, but I would have not booked Chris Jericho to win over Kenny Omega when it came to a title shot. Because this is what you have. You could have had Kenny win and had Moxley still attack both men, and him going as hard as he did on Kenny would make a lot a lot of sense because Kenny is about to be one of the guys who would be crowned the first ever AEW champion. Now, the thing with Hangman Page is he's not a just a mega star yet. You know what I think, though? I think if Kenny did win the belt, not win the belt, but win the opportunity, yeah, then a few with him and Hangman would have did a lot better than, I believe, True. a few with Hangman and Jericho. Because I know at the end of the day, Hangman gonna have to help not carry Jericho, but we know Jericho is not as agile and as younger as he was before. But if I saw Hangman and Kenny, that could have inspired me to think, okay, Hangman probably can be a main eventer. Yeah. But let's go to New Japan. Did y'all enjoy G1? I did. I did when when I was able to catch it because I had to work a lot of late shifts. At my job, so I wasn't able to really catch everything. It was great, man. But what I did see impressed the heck out of me. It was a good G1. Um, didn't disappoint. Everything was good. The winner, Kota Ibushi. Shouts out to Kota Ibushi for winning. It's well-deserved. He did great. Dude and has bulk, bulked up. He got over, bulked up, signed a long-term deal. I think he's there. I really believe he is, and it really means a whole lot more because I'm pretty sure Kenny Kenny Omega did an interview where he talked about how Ibushi was going to go where Kenny went, but how Kenny knew that Ibushi needed to be there to cement his own legacy because Ibushi is one of the best wrestlers in the world yes. today. Pound for pound, pure hybrid, one man that has been able to evolve his maneuvers, his moveset over time. Like, we go from high-flying as a junior whip strike till he got a little bigger around the first Cruiserweight Classic. I remember seeing him was a little buff. He still did a couple high-flying maneuvers, but he was still strikes and moves. But now it's something totally different. Is something like amazing that um, a, a Kagoya, a Goya knee strike. That thing is Kamagoya. Yes, there you go. 
that thing is a thing of beauty. I believe that Ibushi will go far. He has a date at Wrestle Kingdom. It doesn't matter who's champion. At oh, this we point. know who's gonna be champion. Oh, we we know we that. Know. So, two other predictions. Who you got? Him versus Okada. Yep. Um, if Ibushi don't doesn't start missing Kenny and gets love sick and stays and do what he's been doing. He signed that long term deal. He's there. And That's they the don't. Reason he's getting that main oh, spot. Oh, and they, you know how people like to challenge for your spot in the G one. He between. lost two, so I believe yes, he's going to get challenged because he lost against Evil and Kenta, and we know Kenta going to Kenta's going to come for that. Spot. Now the messed up part is they give it to Kenta, which I highly doubt they will. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't give that nah, to Kenta. Over it's going to be Ibushi. Ibushi. I believe yeah. Ibushi going to, he's going to main event. Now. Do you believe he's going to dethrone Okada? Oh, no. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I don't believe. Not at Wrestle Kingdom. It's Okada. He's too hot right now. I don't see nobody taking the but belt see, off of him. Wrestle Kingdom a is a while from now, though. It's a little minute from now. We talking about Okada, though. Too early I prediction. Mean, I don't see nobody being Okada right I now. I mean, but see, here goes the thing with that. And that's what I didn't want to see happen again. But you can't help it because they lost Kenny. They lost a star. So, you have to go back with the safest thing we have and the best thing we have. See, a lot of people say safe, they'll think of Tanahashi. No. Tanahashi is still Tanahashi, but it's different when it comes to Okada. Okada could push it to 110. He could give you your main event matches. He's over with the crowd. And has been able to reinvent himself lately. Like, with the balloons and the red hair and the pants... Then he goes back to the old trunks. Then lately, if it, I don't know, has anybody noticed he hasn't been doing the purple and gold? It's been like red and white and gold type lately. Yeah, I've been changing up a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, I noticed things like that because when Okada first ch- changed it up with the pants, then the red, then back, it's... Okada is showing why they put the belt back on him. Am I sensing an Okada heel turn? I believe I am because he's... Somewhere getting a little bit too cocky now. He's starting to drift over into too cocky where he knows nobody could beat him. I can believe that Okada will... I don't know. It's kind of hard. And I don't see them doing a face versus face. No. Somebody Somebody got to be be the heel. heel. And it might be Okada because I don't see Ibushi being the heel. People love Ibushi too much. The people have seen where Ibushi has came from as a contender, as a wrestler, really not being the one to get booked with title reigns, you know. The whole never open weight title reign didn't last too long. He lost to Osprey, which is not a bad thing because that match was amazing. We got a concussion from that, which was also messed up. Then he had the IC title reign, and that lasted a good minute. And I was kind of disappointed to see him lose it to Naito. Because to me, Naito didn't need a belt. No. Naito doesn't even care about the belts. That's his character. He doesn't care about belts. So why are we putting belts on Naito if he don't he doesn't care about them? I'm just glad he's not trying to break this belt. He's trying to be dual champion. He's going to be dual champion one day. I don't Naito know. for dual champ. I'm here for it. I'm not. <laughs> Sorry. I, cause, because to me, there's no need for it. But honestly, if they're trying to focus more on a U.S. title, 
I can see them unifying the IC and main belt and just having the main belt. I don't know. I don't think they will, but I can see that. I wonder who gets a US title. I know, I think Juice getting another shot. Juice getting another shot. A no DQ match. And Juice is about to turn up the heat. He has to. But I feel like Moxley lost to Yano. He lost to Jay White. He lost to Goto and Juice. So I believe out them poor Goto should get the shot now. True. What? Well, we can't say it'll defeat the purpose if a guy, a non-American, wins the U.S. title because the got the Gungeons win the <laughs> Japanese titles. Yeah. So. And then think about it: after the U.S. title, the first person who won it was Canadian. True. True. We cannot forget that. Then so. ain't Jay White. What's Jay White? He's Australian. So, yeah. He's New Zealand. Oh, New wow. Zealand. So, it was until the third reign until American-born wrestler actually won the title. So, that, yeah. that fact alone just, hey, yeah. let it be Screw it. Yeah. I'm here to see Mockley versus Goto again. I have to remember that Omega is not American. He's straight Canadian. Yes. <laughs> I'm here to see Mockley versus Toriano in a no DQ match. That would be funny. I'm pretty. Yeah, I think it said they have Moxley until Wrestle Kingdom. So, hey, hey, go with it. Have him hold the belt till Wrestle Kingdom. I remember Chris Jericho and Tanahashi was doing something at Dominion. So I think that's gonna go to Wrestle Kingdom. So I'm that's probably so ready for Jericho to talk trash to Tanahashi. Tanahashi, you idiot! You the ace. Well, I'm the. Chris Jericho gonna think of something. He gonna think I of can't something. think of nothing, but he gonna think of something. What else have New Japan? Yes, I got the shirt on. I'm repping them today. Bullet Club for life. Got a new member in our boy Kenta. Yes. Did you see it happening? No, not at all. Kenta was kind of healing it up a little bit in G1 after his loss to Okada. He was healing it up a little bit. He needed to. Kenta is not a face. He's past, he's past the face aspect of his wrestling career. He's not a face anymore. Kenta is a maniacal heel who likes to hurt you, like to kick you in your chest, kick you all over your body. He's stiff. I love Kenta. Always have. I think it was a shame what they did to him in WWE, even though the injury stopped him. But here goes the thing, though. All that wrestling in Japan and Noah. And we can see, look at some of his matches. He really never got hurt like that until he got to WWE. It's the style. True. Style, the schedule. True. WWE schedule is 10 times worse than a lot of other wrestling promotion schedules. That's why WWE style has to go a more safer route. Because you can't do that day in, day out at a live event. You ain't gonna be giving people go to sleep all day. If he'll be kicking them having strong sound matches like that. And that injury, I think that it was Riddick Moss had botched the power slam and he kind of landed yeah. on the top on his head. Like, not on the top, but it's kind of his neck kind of went. It was very nasty. And I'm just looking at Riddick Moss like, are you fucking serious? Not blaming Riddick Moss, but I was like, really, bro? Really? Really? I really don't like when wrestlers botch moves and hurt other wrestlers. I'm not saying they do it intentional, intentionally, 
and I know accidents happen, mistakes happen, but I still look at it as really, yeah, especially hurt. with it's the so- Riddick Moss situation. Come on, Riddick Moss. Out of all people who could have injured Kenta, Riddick fucking Moss, excuse my language, is going to be the first and last F-bomb, but I had to get that one out. Sorry. But, yeah, back to the Kenta. I honestly didn't see it. Well, we're still talking about Kenta, but I did not see him joining Bullet Club. I think did it was actually... It? No, but when no. it happened, it kind of made sense. I don't see that making sense. It because when I think of Bullet Club... I know a lot of people think a bullet club is the place where oh guy jeans gonna go faction guy jeans go, but no, I'm looking at it as outsiders. Bullet club is the home of outsiders. Hence why Ishimori's in there. He's an outside. He's Noah, just like Kenta. Those are Noah bred people. Those Great are technically outsiders. That's why they in bullet club. Just like all the other people, guy jeans except. Usual, yeah. and I have no idea why he's in there, but I love him. He's Tokyo Pimp. He's somewhat like an outsider. Yeah. So I think that's what he was always outside of the title picture. He's outside of the picture. Period. In general, yeah. <laughs> he's bringing the bad chicks yeah. though. Yeah, they bad. They bad, bad. Yeah. So he come on in. Yeah. But he that's bad. why I look at and see like, okay, that's actually a perfect fit though. Yeah. You think it works? It? it works. But. What happened also after that was Katsuari Shobata came out to, how to put it, discipline his pupil. He came out like... He wasn't for none of this. Yes. No talking, nothing. And earlier, the fact we was getting some food earlier at this place called Tokyo Express, great food. And we were talking about how Shibata came out and gave Kenta this look while kicking his ass. There it is again. And it's like he had this face of, I brought you into my sh- my, my company. My, my dome. My house. In my LA dojo. And you tripping like this? Are you saw on the LA dojo members tried to come in too. Yeah, got their asses handed to him. <laughs> I know they're like, no. But seeing Shibata, first of all, seeing him even hit Kenta, first of all, seeing him hit him just made me feel, get this feeling of just, or I don't know how to explain it. It's like when he first came back from injury just to sit in the ring and that music hit. Like, I was like, oh my God. That's the wrestler. He's back. Oh my God. And just seeing him come out there. And do did what he did then with just enough. But now he's come out again and he whooped Kenta's ass. <laughs> like he whooped Kenta. He was yes. like, You have lost your mind. Like the legs when he threw him in the corner and followed him with the kick. Yes. I was like, damn. I've never seen anybody do that. Then when he Kenta drops to the corner. He kicks Kenta like leg to the side and just kneels down and lays in those stiff forearm shots. Then what I really love and respect about Bullet Club, even though this is the angle to get him off Kenta, our new guy, they sold the hell out of Shibata's forearms. Yes. Even though I'm pretty sure Shibata hit a man in real life, they'll fly like that. But the selling show, to me, showed a respect and... This man has been gone for so long, and 
it was by his love of wrestling and really elevating strong style that he's not able to wrestle anymore. And so guess True. what? Respect. If this may be the first and last time he throws another forearm in his career, I'm going to give him my all and sell for him. And they I'll put him over. Him. Like, seriously. And to see them get the upper hand and Kenta, you know, drops him with a PK, with a PK and he sits on him. In his signature post, yes. That was iconic. And it's like the I kind of want to see that for really Wrestle do. Kingdom, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. So we just going to have to see what's going to happen there. But it's real interesting. I can see it happening in a tag match. I can so? definitely see it. Because who, who were they beating down for Shabakta to come out and help? Who did he turn his... Who did Kenta, Kenta knock out? Was it Yoshihashi? Yeah. Yoshihashi and um, um, Ishii. Yeah. I can see them doing a six-man tag or something, you know, to keep Shibata safe. To kind of, you know, because I honestly don't see them having Shibata do a single match again. I don't Kenta. think they're going to pull that trigger. Because Shibata injury is a natural gruesome. competitor. He's hard. You're not going to put him in a situation where he's going to give you 50%. Even though he knows he can give you more than that, he's going to go out there and do it anyway. And we don't need to see the wrong hit, the wrong kick, the wrong form. The wrong bump in general. It could be any bump. And we don't see this man get back up. I can't or he it. starts stumbling and falls to the ground. And a lot of people don't realize that injury had... Didn't you tell me he like cracked, cracked his skull a little? Yes. Yeah, he cracked his skull. People understand this. Surgery or whatever... When you get your skull cracked, it's never the same. Like, New Jack cracked his skull when he jumped off the, the what was that, the the Raptors in ECW on, I'm going to say it was Johnny, not Johnny Grunge, but somebody. It's a skull. In gen- it's a bone in general. A in bone is head. not like a muscle. A muscle, you could repair that. You could work and get it back and shape back right. It's a bone. You can't repair that. It has to do it on its own. So that's why I and can't see him. What's under the under your skull? Your brain. So here go the thing. Is it under on our top? It's under your skull, right? Your brain. Yeah. yeah. I know I ain't tripping. Yeah. Excuse me, y'all. We got Mike Hart's lemonades over here right now just... We're not big heavy drinkers. Don't be people. Also, don't be big heavy drinkers in life. It's not gonna do nothing for your body. If you're wondering why your body is crazy, because you're doing all the heavy drinking for no reason. But back to what we were talking about. Um, I think Kenta and Bullet Club. Yeah. It's a good addition. It's going to help them, especially chase mid card titles. Yeah. And we don't want Kenta to kick Shibata in the face. No. At the wrong time, and he bleeds. And this time, it might not be outward. He may bleed on the inside of where the crack was. That's the best. No, I don't see it. I just so don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I, I don't have to. I see versus Goto. <laughs> if I could see that, I'm good. that's still a good match. I'll still be okay I with I honestly want to see I would take Kenta. Cause he, they just announced today that Kenta will be taking on um, Tomohiro Ishii for yes. the Never Openweight title. And I really do think that... Him taking almost like taking that spot where Shibata was, he can 
get the never open weight title and that can be a start for him honestly he can continue to make that title even better because i thought they were gonna do that with osprey but i see that they needed osprey for the junior division which is very smart very smart on their part but i really see them putting the belt on kenta i can see yeah but let's get over to wwe bo oh man you gotta apologize why Last episode, you said you don't see her coming back. I did. She came back. My bad. She's back. Sasha Banks. Okay, so you all have to understand me. I'm very weird when it comes to having favors, especially female wrestlers, because I grew up, I, I was born in 1992. That means I grew up in the Attitude Era. I kind of remember the new generation. I was a real very young kid, so I don't remember watching it. But I grew up in the Attitude Era. And I've seen the evolution, literally, of female wrestlers, not only in WWE, but in the world in general. And how other places carried female wrestlers and how WWE did. And once in the blue moon, you had that one female wrestler that come to any promotion and has it. And that's how I feel about Sasha Banks. That's how I feel about Asuka. That's how I feel about Io Shirai. Not because they're who they are when it comes to their ethnicity or how they look, but the skill, the the determination, the love. The the, look, the charisma. Yes, everything. They got the full package. When Asuka started shredding to the ring to her theme song, it enhanced the song. It enhanced her character. So... Seeing Sasha for the first time and seeing her character, I fell in love with her. Not not literally, but you know what I mean. And so, to see her come back after so many naysayers, probably half of you all that's listening to our podcast. No offense, everybody has their own opinion. But in my opinion, Sasha had to show how much she is needed. It's not was a she's going to AEW. Sasha did what every great businesswoman does in any career. She takes a step back, reevaluate her situation, her time, her commitment, and all that, and she lets you understand. Hey, if we don't have her, what are we gonna do? Cause look at it. Until she came back, who Becky had left to face? Not a single soul. Who? Who? nobody so for Sasha to come back and the way she came back to interrupt Natalia talking about her father's passing it being uh, a year now since he had passed for her to interrupt that and to me Michael Cole and Renee were the perfect face commentators while Corey Graves dug into what he truly felt about her doing that and what he knew was it was gonna be Sasha making the moment about herself Sasha like I said Sasha was the only person who was able to be a contender for Becky and make it actually seem like a threat like okay I know Becky could probably lose her title mm-hmm. and Sasha was the only person a heel Sasha is the best Sasha and we all know it and she deserves a run. Here go the thing. Other than Sasha, yeah. I could probably say Naomi. Probably. A heel Naomi. Probably. That's a big probably. 
But other than that, yes, I believe Sasha Return was great. It was needed. I'm ready to watch Raw Monday to see the follow-up to that and see what goes next. What's the next pay-per-view coming up? I have um, no idea, honestly. Yeah. After SummerSlam, it's like I got to get back, get myself back together, down to earth, and realize we're going to have a couple, like, Hitting misses on along the way. Yeah, like the next Raw and SmackDown been actually pretty it's good. It's been decent though. Yeah, it's been very decent. So okay, the top part about SummerSlam, what was it? We all know what it was. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt himself. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, me and um Pat was hanging out. I have to tell the story because it's a whole story that goes with this. Because when, you, when you're talking about doing something or seeing something for the first time, you always tell the story that goes along with it. Am I right? Facts. So, we were hanging out Sunday, just hanging out to be hanging out. Because I've been knowing this guy for a while. But we were hanging out and we were already discussing what we were going to do next. The episode, what we're going to discuss, what we're going to do. Just talking about just taking care of business, basically. Because this doesn't stop. This right here doesn't stop. Even when yeah. we don't have an episode up, we still we are still working to give. We're planning something co- yeah. for you guys. Basically, got so you much the more. Best. Yes, everything. So we were doing that, and we were watching SummerSlam, and I think we had went outside to have guy moments. Any guys who know when you be like guy hey, moments. Yeah, yeah. We we're gonna say that online. It's nothing weird or on that level, but no, we had a smoke break, as you would say. Not crack, but a smoke break. So went outside and we didn't we haven't seen the Bray versus Finn match just yet. We had paused it and went outside and something in me just looked it up and they had the entire video, like the original entire five minute and thirty some second video. And we saw it for the first time. And from the very beginning of the intro of the Firefly Funhouse to the breakdown of the Let Him In on the tire trunk to the music. First of all, we didn't, I didn't realize that his music was a remix of his older theme until Pat said something. And I said, oh, snap, it is. But it was like this, it's like this new death metal like this horror like dungeon blood and guts music cold orange and like his he came out first thing you see was the severed head as a lantern and not just the fact that it's a lantern that the mouth around the lantern the light was so prolonged that it just creeped the hell out of me and not only wasn't a regular lantern when a regular handle it was his dreads on the lantern with his hair what that was his old persona and to see that it honestly freaked me out the first time i felt like that i felt at that moment how i did the first time i saw undertaker as his ministry of darkness persona i always was scared of taker but when he became the ministry of darkness taker the dark lord king of darkness all that that was a very scary taker with the same um, goatee. And so to see Bray tap into this sick, dark side, because everything about it was dark, his walk was menacing. It was more menacing 
than it's ever been. He honestly looked like some shit. I'm sorry, Venice, go there. Some shit that will be in your closet when you were scared. He makes the Baba Duke look like a bitch. He was definitely scary. I think, I hope that they do not try and calm him down. Or I don't need them to, man. They need to let him go. Keep him rolling. I don't see what's next for him, but I'm excited to see what's next for him. Here go the thing. You you have competition. We said that night, and you said it to me. As we listened to the song and, like, freaked out, marked out over how great this his new entry was, entrance was, we said that WWE has a head up on everyone else right now with just him. No other company has anything like him. Luchasaurus nobody. is with Jungle Boy. Luchasaurus is not meant to be they scary. They don't have nobody scary. No. The only scary person I know is Suzuki. Yeah, basically. And that's not like scary like that. That's scary like I'm scared of this guy. And I'm sorry, Sue Young and Impact does not scare me. No. She's sexy. No. I'm sorry. If anything, her character turns me on. I'm honestly split. split Sue I mean, Young is scary as Broken Man Hardy. Wow. Dang. She is. Spit, spit the mist at me. What's up? But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm wilding. But anyway, yes, the fiend was amazing. It was yeah. awesome. I cannot wait to see what's next. Do you think he needs to be on television every week? No. Okay. Give him a certain type of mystique. Matter of fact, when do you think is the next time they should show him? Either he takes on somebody. If not. He don't take on nobody Like I say Do I want to say Ricochet I don't want to just feed Ricochet to him I don't think it would be so much as a feed Ricochet I feel like Ricochet I feel Ricochet is so good where He could lose And it it still won't hurt him Remember when Cesaro got the monster pushed Out of nowhere all of a sudden With new music and all green gear I actually like that green gear Yeah I like it better than this new gear, this bright-ass gear. I guess Vince told him, the green gear is boring. Demis. Demis is the Fiend next opponent, I bet. I can see that. Perfect sacrificial lamb. I can see that. It's not going to hurt Miz. No. Miz is okay with him. Demis, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, these are perfect sacrificial lambs. Yeah. And I feel, I kind of like that he's going after Legends. And then he's apologizing. This, see... This is the thing that makes him so special. A lot of people who watch What Culture, shout out to What Culture. I saw this video where they talk about like the eight times wrestlers got advice that changed their careers. And for Bray, it was Undertaker telling him to reinvent himself. Be able to change with the times and make yourself a complete different person. Bray has went to a side that uh, I'm pretty sure he shocked a couple of his co-workers in the backstage with like I honestly felt while watching that I can only imagine the expression of people in the backstage some people are probably cheering like that's my dude some people are like wow and some people are like what the hell is wrong with this guy like but it was different it was new that's the best SummerSlam entrance I've seen in the past 10 years debate me Undertaker included Debate me. Yeah, Undertaker hasn't a beast entrance in some years. And I'm talking about scary pulsating. Undertaker has a presence that is just a presence. 
But I'm sorry. I'm not putting Bray Wyatt over Taker at all. Hell no. But what I'm saying is... That entrance in Toronto, it was just something magical about it. It was a moment. He had his moment. And it was great. They chanted that was awesome after... That was a legendary moment. Not he didn't even walk back up the ramp. He the lights went back out, and all of a sudden he was at the ramp, turning slowly around with the lights flickering. Like that's perfect. Don't let him be seen. You got a certain type of mystique around him. Some somewhat like mankind. Let him do his thing, Vince. Please let this man be great. He's better than Roman right now. Roman doesn't have to be the top star all the time. Roman's already an established star. He can't be top star right now because he don't have the belt. He's not he a no bigger belt. star than Kofi Kingston right now, no. honestly. So he's not bigger than himself. On SmackDown, oh, I'll just say on SmackDown. Oh, SmackDown, yeah. he's not top star. He's somewhat like the Mid? yard keeper. Yeah, it's like we know Roman. He's the dog, but. He's the dog doesn't right need now. a belt right now. No, he don't. The dog has had how many reigns? When the last time the dog held the belt? Before he got sick, right? That was still 2018, right? Yeah. I oh. believe, actually, him, how he is right now, this who hurt him type of thing, it's kind of good because it's giving him something to do. And also, he had that incredible match with Buddy Murphy, which was good. It helped both people because it showed Roman could still go. Cause some people still love say Roman can't wrestle, but that's a lie. Yes, I used to say that, but I'm a believer that yes, he can wrestle. Yeah, Roman can go. That match he just had with Buddy Murphy this past Tuesday on SmackDown shows he's a great, very good match, very great match. I'm very proud. Shout out to Buddy Murphy. Speaking of Buddy Murphy, watch this. Guess what Buddy Murphy's in? What 2019 King of the Ring. Transition. These are your contestants for 2019 King of the Ring. SmackDown, you have Kevin Owens, Ali, Apollo Crews, Chad Gable, Elias, Andrade, Buddy Murphy. Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> On Raw, you have The Miz. Ricochet. <laughs> My dude. Cedric Alexander. He's not going to be Cedric after a while. Um, The guy with the charisma of a Volkswagen. He can yeah. wrestle. Yeah, he can fucking go. Samoa Joe. 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 Drew Joe. McIntyre. My dude. Like... That's my guy. <laughs> Baron Corbin. I wish I had a cricket buddy. Sami Zayn. Deserves so much better and he, he deserves so much better. Cesaro. Deserves so much better. Like he deserves, both of them deserve better than this to me. This is a very stacked list actually. I'm happy that they're not doing it as a just one show type thing. Yeah. But they're going to spread it out so it gives a lot of people a little more time to give put on a better storytelling with a match. That's twelve people. That's a great sixteen. Oh snap, sixteen. Eight oh yeah, eight side. and eight. I'm tripping. Yep, it gives people tell a good story with it. I hope it takes its time with it. I hope it becomes actually good. But if I was to pick a winner, I the only one I see 
Drew McIntyre. I gotta say, Drew, he looks like yeah. the best one. I don't see him losing to anyone can, right besides Andrade. I, I gotta go with Drew. Honestly, see the finals being Drew versus um, Ali. Yeah, or Kevin Owens. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Owens. I can honestly see the finals being Drew versus Kevin Owens and Shane being Shane and don't know how to stay his ass at home, being the one to cause KO the King of the Ring. How much I, you wanna bet? I hope that they gonna do the Shane and KO shenanigans around like earlier. I believe they're gonna be Kevin Owens versus Elias early in the yeah. tournament. Then Shane gonna do his shenanigans and put KO out early where. It'll give chance for Ali to rise. Then it'll be Ali versus Drew McIntyre in the finals where Drew will win because it's Drew, but it'll still give Ali a good showing. Yeah, Ali does need that showing. He, he hasn't had one since, what was that, Fastlane with the triple threat yeah. with him. Either Kobe Ali Ryan. or Buddy Murphy. I I want Andrade to be the one, but I know they're not going to have Andrade versus Drew McIntyre, and I don't see nobody on Raw being Drew. See, I don't see what they're doing with Andrade anymore. Just keep having them wrestle Ray Mysterio and have them do good matches. That's it. And giving good loving Charlotte, I guess. That's all. That's it. Hey, if he's happy, he's happy. We're happy. <laughs> he has Charlotte. Yeah. Everybody can't say that. Yep. Well, wow. guys. Wow. Wow. We hit on the spot. Hit on the spot, you guys. Please go to our page on Instagram at Top Heels Podcast. Follow us. Show us love. We are starting up, but we're bringing so much, so much content. Have so much for you guys. Like, you all don't know, we really trying to be on some, like, build a brand and a family with this right now. And we're going to continue to bust out episodes. We're not stopping with this. It took us a while to get started, but me and him talked about it. And once we knew we got started, we're going to keep going. We're here for you guys. Let us know how y'all feel. Let us know y'all opinion. King of the ring. How y'all feel about Sasha Banks? I really don't care how y'all feel about Sasha Banks. She's still the best. (laughs) (laughs) It's the theme. Real or fake. Cancer joined Bullet Club. Cody Bushi winning G1. Do y'all think he should have won it? And do you all believe that Tama Tonga needs to take Kenta to the back somewhere in a private room and teach him how to throw up the god darn too sweet sign? He does look awkward though. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? Like, I was like, you're making an O. A O is too sweet, bruh. Just put your. Just put them together. Just. Oh, Jesus. I think. We gonna have an AEW appreciation show next time, so AEW fans won't hate us too much. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the AEW fans are calling us some marks and WWE smart, marks, WWE marks, and we're far from that. I watch more Japan than anybody, so if you're gonna call me a mark, call me a New Japan mark, and I'm proud to be a New Japan mark. Facts. Because that's a company that knows pro wrestling and not Facts. sports entertainment. I'm gonna be an NXT mark. Real talk. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. that. I'm Undisputed Era, Mark. What? Boom. Speaking of Undisputed Era, did you see Adam Cole post a picture with him and KO? Oh, wow. I didn't see that. Yeah. I hope, like, KO kind of brings Undisputed Era to come up and handle Shane. I really believe. I would pop hard for that. that. I honestly believe that UE is going to get there. To me, it's nothing more for Colorado. I mean, excuse me, O'Reilly and Bobby Fish to do on the main roster. Like, I mean, not main roster, but NXT, I'm tripping. Ain't nothing to do on the main roster. 
Yeah, that too. I said it right the first time, I thought. But yeah, they know. already solidified as one of the best tag teams ever now. Like, for real, for real. They don't even have to go to the main roster. They can honestly stop if they wanted to in there and just leave and go somewhere else, and they'll be fine. You don't need... Uh, Where they go, they're going to be top guys. I really want to see them on SmackDown with those navy blue strap for the belts. Not that bluish belt, because I'm not the only person who notices how all the tag belts, once somebody wins the belt from another team... The straps mistakenly and mysteriously get a little bit darker, darker and brighter. <laughs> like I remember one minute the Usos had navy straps, then the next week they lost them. Then one of them back, the bitches was royal blue, and I'm like, whoa, hold on, I'm not crazy. Well, guys, it's time to bid you guys yes. adieu. Adieu to everybody out there. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are wonderful people. Y'all are awesome. Y'all always have somebody in y'all corner. One thing I gotta address. If you're going to hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on the Top Heels Podcast page. There's nothing wrong with adding us individually. We don't mind. But please leave all Top Heel Podcast questions, answers, concerns, anything to deal with the podcast and what we do here on the podcast DM. Not our personal DM. Because you disturb me on my personal DM. I'm going to tell you about yourself, and I'm going to tell you I love you and still want you to support the podcast and go follow the actual podcast page. You can follow me, but don't hit me up in my DM about Top Hill Podcast stuff. No. That's why we have a separate page from our actual pages. Thanks. But other than that, we're going to let you all go. We hope you all love this episode like we did. We're always about talking about wrestling, flowing enjoying what we talking about talk to us let us know how y'all think let us know what y'all want us to discuss and we will discuss it for y'all next week i don't know what's gonna come next week but we're gonna have something but top heels are out top heels come out and play